Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast. You know, we all face situations in which we have to deal with people who are difficult, people who are challenging, people who are competitive, people who are opinionated, you know, people who have very, very strong uh, opinions, and they base it on a lot of different experiences they've had. And um, they've been in arguments in the past. They've defended their point of view. They're very conversant. They're very expressive. And they're very convinced about their own point of view. And here we are trying to deal with people like that. You know, as a psychologist, I deal with people like that all the time. Not everybody, but virtually every day there's somebody that comes into my practice, into my office, that I have to exercise unusual skill in being understanding or being empathetic or being considerate or being open. But you know, it's not just that. It's in the course of our daily life. In our churches, you know, we find people like that. In our grocery stores, we find people like that. You know, in our neighborhood, we find people like that. In our clubs or organizations, we find people like that. In other words, our world is pervasive with people who are strongly opinionated and want to basically argue with you. So how do you deal with people like that? How do you come around to be able to talk to people like that without, uh, so to speak, being overrun, being treaded upon? How do you deal with people that you, so, so you can deal with them empathetically, you can listen, you can have a reasonable conversation, even if you never agree or don't come to some point of agreement, at least you can have a reasonable conversation with them. How do you do that? Well, it starts with empathetic listening. It starts with you being the listener, you being the passive one, so to speak, and let them talk. Sometimes I think in situations like this, it's like alarm clock. Until that alarm clock unwinds totally and does its extended uh, sound over a period of time, you won't be able to do anything about it. And I think that's the way it is with a lot of people. They have to unwind. They have to say it all. They have to get it all out. Then you will have an opportunity to respond or to make some comment. But until then, you're in the position of listening. Now here is some of the ideas that you might want to keep in mind. If you're going to be an active listener, particularly an active empathetic listener, here are some of the things that you need to know and need to follow. Quite a few steps here, so just follow me with these and just kind of listen and see if this is you in a situation where you're stressed and have to deal with somebody that's very confrontive and combative and hostile and very opinionated. We find them all the time around us. First of all, here's, here's the position that you have to take as the receptive one or as the listening one. Face the person speaking to you. Just face them. Get it square. Look, don't look at the angle. Go straight on. They want you to face them. They like that. They see that in a, as you being involved or you being um, uh, open and you being ready to listen and being interactive. So face the speaker. Make sure you do that. And make eye contact in the process. Don't look down at their uh, shoulder or their hands when they talk with their hands. Look at their eyes. Make eye contact. 
Now, you don't have to just stare at their eyes, but you can look elsewhere and so on, but always come back to the eye. Make eye contact. And at the same time, as you face them, you make eye contact, just remain calm and relaxed. <laughs> now, that's a big order. But here's how you do that. Breathe deeply. Just take a deep breath. Hold it in and then slowly exhale. And do that three, four, five times. And you'll just kind of calm down, okay? Make sure also that your voice is moderate. Your voice is relaxed. Your voice is calm. Your voice is... Maybe you speak slowly even. But speak, speak softly. You see, that's what you want. You want to be very soft in your voice whenever you speak and whatever you say. And that person that you're ch challenged by and the person that's challenging you, see that person perhaps as a gift, somebody that is prepared to bring something to you, maybe a new idea, maybe a new way of looking at things. It's a gift in the sense that they're willing to open their life and their mind and their opinions to you and share them with you. It's like a gift, if you will. You learn something from that. Okay? Don't be so defensive. So that's like, that's how you remain calm and relaxed, okay? Deep breathing, monitor your voice, and just perceive that person as bringing you something that will benefit you. Look for it, listen for it, okay? Now let's move on. How do you get engaged in empathetic listening, okay? Further, you have to be very attentive. Be very attentive. You have to listen. And you have to nod at the right times. And you have to say, mm-hmm, at the right times. And you have to kind of make a statement of agreement at the right time or some kind of a acknowledgement that you heard what the person is saying such as the word mm, I understand I can see that see something of that nature you're showing that you're being attentive okay here's the next point be open-minded and flexible you know be open-minded try to learn something you don't agree with that person probably never will but you can learn how people think you can learn how the opposition thinks you can learn how the other point of view is expressed. You know, just kind of be flexible a little bit. Just kind of try to pretend that you understand or pretend that you agree a little bit and just try to understand it from that point of view. Now, you might understand what they're saying, but you may not agree with it. That's okay. But try to understand the point of view that is being expressed by that person. Listen to the words for their meaning. Listen to the words for what they really are trying to say and what they really mean. And you have to, obviously, you have to make sure that you understand what they're saying, that you may need to paraphrase it back by saying, you know, I'm not quite sure if I understand what you're saying, but let me just say this. I think you're saying X, X Y, Z, or whatever it is. And you just kind of paraphrase it back. Or a little summary. You know, I think you just said this. If I understand you correctly, here's what I heard you say. And then that person can say, yes, that's exactly what I said. Or you can say, no, I wouldn't say that at all. You missed my point. And then they can come back and clarify. So you need these little points along the way where you can just be able to say, let me just make sure I understand what you're saying and, and then summarize it or paraphrase it back. And then, then you can move forward if you're both on the same page. If, you're, if you are, in fact, connecting and listening and understanding what the person is saying. But here's another important point. Watch your body language and watch their body language for cues. You know, if they back off, that means they're feeling uncomfortable and they want some distance from you. You're, you're coming on too strong, you see? 
And uh, if you back off, uh, you know, that's kind of the cue, that you're uncomfortable. So whoever backs off is probably a little uncomfortable and the conversation is getting a little bit tight and tense. Or if you move forward towards each other, you're showing some agreement, you're showing some uh, empathy, you're showing some connection with that person and, their person, and they're showing that with you. I mean, just a little body language. You fold your arms and, you know, you might show like you're trying to protect yourself a little bit. And you don't kind of agree. You feel a little bit under attack. You see? So kind of watch the body cues that you're giving out and watch the body cues they're giving out. Interpret them from the point of view of do they show comfort, do they show acceptance, or do they show resistance and discomfort? And then also, don't interpret. I mean, don't interrupt. Don't interrupt. Uh, interruption is not good in a discussion with somebody who is hostile or somebody who is highly uh, agitated and committed to convincing you of something. The more you interrupt, the more you agitate them, and the more you agitate them, the more hostile they're going to be and the more intense they're going to be. Wait for your turn to talk. Wait for the pause. Wait for the end of the sentence. Wait for the end of the paragraph. Wait for the end of the story. Wait for the end of the theme. So there's a pause, and then you can ask a question. Then you can ask for a greater clarification. Then you can just say, here's what I think you said, and paraphrase it back to them. Or that's where you can maybe make a point where you'd like to have some clarification, or you'd like them to understand maybe a point of view that you're trying to express. You don't interrupt. That's essential when people are hostile and intense on what they're trying to convey to you. Okay? You've got to wait for them to pause before you start speaking. That's really the issue. And then if you have a question, if you want some information, you want a clarification, you want to have a little discussion, ask your comment in an open-ended way. You can clarify. You can ask for clarification by just having an open-ended question. Uh, tell me what you meant by that. See, that's open-ended. Uh, I'm not sure what you meant by that, but it seems to me that it was very important to you, or you felt very strongly about that. Tell me about it. See, that's an open-ended... So you can get more discussion, and you get more... It shows that you're involved. It shows that you're actively listening. It shows that you're trying to connect. You're trying to understand. Okay? You didn't necessarily have to agree, but you have to show that you're trying to understand and trying to connect and trying to get on the same page as that person, at least in thought and understanding, you see? And certainly do not judge the person that's speaking to you. Certainly do not judge them. You know, don't say, you're nuts for saying that. Or, you know, this doesn't even make any sense at all. Or, you're not even making any sense. This is illogical. I mean, when you make those kind of comments, you're judging the person. You're putting the person down and you're making that person more hostile towards you. And that conversation will go then more hostile. And that is something you don't particularly want. So here's what you want to make sure. You try to understand the feeling of the person and validate that feeling. You know, you want to, you know, if that person is angry, if that person is fearful, anxious, tense, uncertain, unsure, it's okay to just say, you know, you feel very uncertain about that. You feel very tense about that, don't you? This makes you very nervous, doesn't it? And say, I can understand that. I would feel the same way if I was in your shoes or if I was saying what you're saying or if I believe what you said. And, or if I'm trying to work it out like you're trying to work it out, I'd feel very uh, tense or nervous and frightened also. So I can understand that. I you know, appreciate you the way you feel, and I can understand. It's okay. 
But let's let's move forward. Okay, that's the kind of stuff you kind of say, you see. And what you really want to help them understand, the other person, is that you understand how they feel. You understand what they're trying to say. That you understand their motive. You understand their background. You understand how they came to that particular point of view. You understand what they're trying to convey or convince you of. See, the word is, do you understand? It isn't a matter that you agree. That's not the issue. They don't even want you necessarily to agree, but they do want you to understand their point of view so that they feel that they've been validated. They feel like they've been listened to. They feel like you took them seriously. That's what that whole issue is about. When you're listening to somebody who's tense and nervous and scared and pretty committed to whatever point of view they're trying to espouse. You know? And here's how you end conversations like that. You might make a comment such as, you know, I need to give more thought to that. Or maybe you might say, you know, that's important for me to give some thought. Maybe I need to discuss that with somebody else. Or, you know, I'm going to talk to my wife about that. Or I'm going to read on that. Got a book I can read or an article that might be helpful to me read. Let's talk further about that. Let's, 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 next time we get together, let's just talk a little bit further. And I'll give some more thought to that. And I'll have a couple other questions that maybe we can talk about. You see? That's what they... That's what they would appreciate, that you're sufficiently interested, that you'll study or you'll take under consideration or you'll give further thought to whatever it is that they're trying to say. Again, you don't have to come down and agree. You never have to agree. But you do have to convince them that you were seriously trying to understand what their point of view was. Yeah. And just kind of like when you end with the conversation, tell me more about that. I mean, next time we get to... Give me a little bit more information about that. I'd, I'd appreciate your thinking on that a little bit more. So and maybe we can have a little bit more discussion. You see, that shows that you're interested. That shows that you're open. That shows that you're committed. That shows that you're really invested in them as a person. Not in their ideas, not in their points of view, but in them as a person. That's the issue, you see. People who hold a very persuasive point of view and a very strong point of view of course they would like you to believe how they believe and think as they think. Of course they'd like that. But if you don't, they at least want to know that you gave serious consideration to their point of view, that you listened carefully, you listened seriously, you interacted well, and you're giving thought to it, and it made an impact on you. you it opened your mind. It opened you to another point of view. It opened you to a point of view to say, you know, maybe maybe that is something I need to give thought to. Maybe that is something I need to do more of. In a conversation I had recently with somebody, they ended up by saying, you know, you need to read more widely. You need to read, you know, more generally on, on this particular topic. You're reading too much of the narrow conservative point of view. Oh, I said, that's reasonable. That was a reasonable recommendation or comment. No, I don't have to do it necessarily, but I do have to kind of acknowledge that it was a suggestion given in good faith, and I need to take it in good faith and then do whatever. Might be a good thing to do, matter of fact. But you never are forced to agree or to do what anybody says, but you are obligated to understand and to connect and to be part of the conversation in an open-minded and a fair genuine way in an interaction that will end with peace, end in calm, end in 
mutual respect and understanding, you know, of each other. So, thanks for joining me, and um, see you again. Bye for now.